This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm just that awkward kid chowing down on ice cream at lunch. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. And I don't like how pointed that one was. That one was especially (laughs) barbed today. (laughs) Love you, Sean. Uh, So... (laughs) So, uh, what, what are we doing this week, Sean? Well, Remington, uh, last week we did a pretty heavy-handed one. One that is, you know, uh, very beloved by a lot of people, very neutral by a lot of people, and, uh, actually ended up turning out pretty positive for you in the end, which was a nice twist. Yeah, uh, but nice and nice and surprising. Yeah. So this week I figured we'd do something a little bit different. Uh, because this week I decided that it was about time to get to one that's been requested a couple different times in a couple of very interesting and curious ways. Uh... And I felt, I just felt it was appropriate, you know, to follow up something so heavy with something a bit, a bit lighter. Because we've got another Slice of Life show for you, Rem. Oh, okay. Uh, Slice of Life generally works out well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are some exceptions, but, you know, uh, it has a decent batting average compared to other genres. Yes, yes. Uh, and I'm, I'm a Slice of Life junkie myself. Like, I'm as much of a Slice of Life junkie as I am a Shonen junkie. So it's like, you know, I, I could get into some really good Slice of Life stuff. It makes, it makes me a happy lad. Uh, and with that being said said uh here's a little synopsis of what we're going to be watching today all right uh, all right just jumping into it let's do this okay so uh uh kimihara hime no also known as uh hime uh goes, hime. About, yep, uh goes about her uh life love and studies just like any ordinary high school girl all right so they're they're setting up a however or a butt right here oh it's a pretty big butt remington in fact probably one of the biggest butts we've had in anime uh <laughs> oh, because there's only one difference she is a centaur. Oh, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are we doing one of our patrons proud, Sean? I think we are, Remington. And <laughs> that's why this week we are tackling a centaur's life. Farmer Weeb? I'm pretty sure it's Farmer Weeb. Uh, yep. Congratulations. Your time has finally come after, I think, literal months of, of requesting it. Uh, mm-hmm. Finally, you're getting your wish. Yeah, and not because you've requested it so much, mostly because I actually felt a little bad about making fun of you in the uh, uh, Uma Musume episode, and uh, <laughs> I, I guilt-tripped myself into it, I'll be honest. Oh, uh, I mean, he doesn't mind. He's getting what he wants, and hopefully I get what I want. Please let this not be shit. Well, Remington, it is uh, not something that uh, should be too surprising to you. Uh, so A Centaur's Life, or A Centaur no Nayami, uh, is a lovely little show... Uh, <laughs> I say lovely. A, a lovely little <laughs> show about uh, our main girl who happens to be a centaur and her relationships with her other friends and classmates who are also other various forms of weird uh, monster-ish type characters. Ah, it's it's in the monster girl genre. Yes, yes, yes. It's not just about one random ass centaur going to a human school. <laughs> <laughs> Though, I think I would watch that. I honestly think that would think have been I, acceptable. And then, like, fun. they never explain it. That that is the key to that actually working out. You never address yep. why she's a sin. Yeah, mind your fucking business, as it were. <laughs> All right, uh, so Monster Girls, which uh, makes it a bit rougher. I mean, hey, you have you have a whole organization dedicated solely to the proper representation of Monster Girls. It, it's well, not just Monster Girls, just monsters in general. But yes, Dracula United, my organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, too often, monsters are either depicted as mindless beasts uh, who just want to kill for no other reason, or on the flip side, uh, they are fetishized so that they are just uh, sexual beings that uh, people want to fuck. Which brings me to my question, Sean. Do people want to fuck the centaur? (laughs) Uh, Out of universe? I don't think so. I don't know. I I don't know the exact tastes of people who watch this show. I'm just saying, last time we had a centaur, it was a horny centaur. It was a very horny centaur. 
Probably his, the it, horniest centaur I've ever seen in my life. Does this show have a horny centaur? That's my or are people horny about the centaur. Ah, uh, you know, Rem. God damn it, they are horny about the centaur. No, no, no. You see, Rem, this is this is supposed to be a cute show about cute girls doing cute things. You know, proper moe, and uh, there just happens to be little discussions of love and romance here and there. Flavor, you know. It doesn't have to oh, be yeah. about fucking. They're in high school, Rem. <laughs> Yeah, her Minotaur brother and her are actually having a secret fling. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, thankfully, there's that's not the case. Because uh, I, I don't think there's a Minotaur brother. At least I hope there's not a Minotaur brother. That would be very uh, concerning, to say this, to say the least. All right, uh, so so uh, usually, like, it's pretty character-based. Would you say it's the same... When it comes to slice of life, would you say it's the same for this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what this show is trying to do is it's trying to do the thing that, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, oh, fuck. I had, hold on, where are my notes? Uh, no, not Monster Musume. That's Uma the Musume? one that causes problems. Sorry, what was that? Are you talking about the one we saw not too long ago, the horse one? No, 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 no. Uh, Uma Musume, I'm, I'm talking about, uh, oh, Daily Life with Monster Girls. That's the one I'm talking about. Is it? Uh, was it Interview no, it's not. with Monster Girls? No, it's not. It's the one Monster that you Girls? actually liked, damn it, Remington. I think Interview with Monster Girls. Interviews with Monster Girls. That's what it was. Thank you. Ah, fuck. I gotta organize these notes better. Uh, but yeah, no, Interview with Monster Girl. So it's got uh, the various uh, different flavors of Monster Girl, even though most of them are, like, made up, from what I can tell. Like, there's, like, some attempt to, like... Are you play... telling me a centaur isn't real, Sean? Hey, now. Centaurs <laughs> are as real as you want them to be, Rem. The true centaur <laughs> is in your heart. Uh, that seems like it would cause a lot of cardiac problems. It, it does, it does. Uh, when they say you have the heart of a horse, they it's not a compliment. <laughs> Uh, that's car- that's cardiomegaly, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, but no, it's, uh, but rather, whereas Interviews with Monster Girls is a, uh, show about, you know, normal humans and learning about the Monster Girls and, you know, there's a mixture, uh, this entire world is populated by various monster characters, except rather than, you know, having, like, weird vicious tendencies or things like that, it's literally just, hey, slice of life high school stuff with Monster Girls. Uh, and some of the, uh, monsters are interesting, like, uh, you know, what would you say a half man, half goat character is called? Uh, like a, like a satyr? Yeah, exactly, a satyr. You know, uh, that's not what they are in this. They're goat folk in this. <laughs> that's that's so tremendously lazy. <laughs> Yep, it's yep, unnecessary. Yep, yep. Why? There's a word already. There's no need to goat folk it. It's like it's like so many times in fantasy, you'll have all these different races. Then you'll be like, and those are the lizard folk. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, because they're like, li no, yeah, I got it. They're like lizards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I feel like you're allowed to get away with one of those in uh, in a series. Like just one, you know, it's it's not the best naming scheme, but I can, I can live with one random blank folk character. Sure. Uh, but you also have uh, devil folk. <laughs> you also have angel folk. Oh God! All right. Okay. So the, uh, and the a couple other ones. The creativity of this show does seem um, to wane at times from the uh, naming conventions. But you know, sometimes naming things is hard. Remington, it, it's fine. You get used to it. Hopefully, they put that creativity in other avenues. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, also, there's an uh, Antarctican. <laughs> Is that, uh, is that just a penguin? I wish I could tell you, Rem. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just about their uh, it's about their slice of life adventures, and you know, trying to go through high school, talk about life, love, and uh, the pursuit of happiness, all that jazz. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, man, it might make you ask some questions about the, uh, logistics of a monster, uh, based economy, you know? It might- I mean, I-, I you, you don't need to tell me that. Uh, after all, can we, can we look back to the great Banania episode? Uh, I'm always here to seek the deep logistical lore. Yeah. <laughs> and one of those deep logistical lore questions is, how does a centaur put on pants? Uh, does she actually have pants? Cause I, oh, I yeah. assume- Oh, huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, having having your posterior exposed like that would be very lewd, Remington. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that they're addressing it. Uh, you don't want to have your asshole out for the world to see. Um, that's a general principle to which I have always lived my life, uh, with some few exceptions when Sean and I go wild. Uh, what does that mean? Who knows? <laughs> you couldn't even fully commit to the bit. You just you just kind of stuttered your way through that one. Come on, man. If you're gonna uh, commit to us having wild and heinous sex, fully commit to it. This is your problem, Rem. You never commit enough. And I'm sick and tired of it, man. I have needs. 
I'm just here for the casual stuff. I'm sorry, Sean. Maybe if you had that centaur badonkadonk, then I would reconsider. <laughs> Until then, I can't see things getting too serious. Uh, uh this just in. Rem is a fan of horse pussy. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that's probably going to get cut unless Dylan really, really thinks it's appropriate for our audience. And with oh that being said, Rem, God. there's not much else to talk about. Holy uh, shit. So without further ado, Rem, let's go watch some Centaur's Life. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of the 2017 anime, A Centaur's Life. And Remington, you can see why it was hotly requested, couldn't you? Um, well, hmm. <laughs> you see, uh, excuse me, Mr. Remington, you seem a little a little confused, a little uh, perturbed as to why this was a, a hot commodity among some of our listeners. Yeah, not 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 quite, uh, but I do have I, I have some I have some concerns. OK, Um, th- like personal concerns. I am worried that I messed up this. Week. Uh, I feel I have questions. Yes. Is there like a second season? season of this show or something of course not remington okay well that that scratches out uh that that hypothesis um is there some like fan-made inspired series also on crunchyroll perchance no that is like based off of okay um because i feel mm-hmm. i feel like i'm missing a lot of information that is required that was not provided to me at, for the the start of this show this show just just, well, it Rem- just threw me in, and it assumed I knew a whole lot more than I actually did. Well, Rem, what's not to understand? I mean, it's it's a centaur high school girl and her friends in high school, and they're going through normal high school girl things. What's Amazingly, all of that is the stuff I'm like, yeah, I got that. I got that from your description before. Yeah. But, like, they assume I know all of these characters and all of their relationships already and it, it feels like like if you've ever had like a, a niece or a nephew right a, very young and they're talking okay. about their day at school and they're just like oh yeah so then terry said this to sarah and you're just like i have no idea who any of these people are <laughs> that's how i feel right now but i mean i don't know what you're so lost on i mean i feel like it's very clear you've got the centaur you got you got the devil folk you got the goat folk you got the angel folk sure 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 uh well you know to to help emphasize my uh confusion let's just jump right into the the actual episodes shall we sure so so episode one the very start we open with a big dramatic kiss between two girls right um (laughs) one of them is the centaur another is apparently her friend uh this is apparently a dramatic and intense moment uh that is played for both relationship intensity as well as a bit of comedy um and then we are immediately told that as it turns out, uh, Hime, the centaur, had it written in her script to actually do the kiss that was in her script uh, in rehearsal, even though they evidently did not have to because the script was doctored from this other dude who has yet to be named, or maybe he's been named once in the background, not sure, because he wanted Hime to kiss him. But then, because of, I can't remember the reasons, it was very abrupt, he was taken out, and then her friend had to sub in, so her devil friend ended up being the one that Hime kissed instead, and then it became a, a brief whodunit of, wow, who could have possibly did this thing? Um, and, and that, that takes like three minutes to all of that to occur. Well, that sounds like some, that sounds like some efficient storytelling, Remington. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, I, I will say... I, I have I've complained and bemoaned a lot about inefficient storytelling about plots that aren't just slow paced but they will they won't use their resources to advance any type of character or relationship and don't get me wrong I prefer to be dropped in media res more than inefficient storytelling I prefer to be dropped in the thick of it and have to learn this is preferable to never advancing the story um th- but it's far from ideal <laughs> boy oh boy because uh, I, mean... I 
I, I, it, it's supposed to be these like interesting or funny or, or slightly dramatic moments, but I don't have the context to make them as salient as they should be. Oh, context, Remington. You don't need context. All you need to know is that this is a centaur and her friends. And there's some definite Yuri undertones. Uh, and by undertones, I mean blaring oh. overtones. Yeah. Uh, first, it, it's fitting. No context. Anime out of context. Hey, we're finally living up to our goddamn name for one. Uh, <laughs> but further, uh, you, you speak of the Yuri overtones. And I I think that everyone's a lesbian in this show. <laughs> And I don't know if I'm exaggerating at all. I, I think all of all of the girls may be lesbians. Are you trying to uh, say that this is an example of "Oops, all lesbians"? <laughs> My favorite cereal. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I think that might be the case. We'll get into why a little bit more later. Okay. Obviously, already you're playing with that idea with the, the kiss between the two friends, right? right. Uh, so it's playing with that idea so far, but we'll get to better examples a bit later. Better examples of lesbians. Yes. Uh, so then we we have finished the rehearsal. Uh, we get to the performance, mm -hmm. and uh, there's been some possible issues about uh, some some wooden steps that may not be strong enough for a goddamn centaur because she's a goddamn horse person. And and so that they're a bit worried about that, but they slightly reinforce it. They go on anyway. They're doing the show, doing the performance. Um, and then her best friend gets up to the top as well. She's up at the top. Uh, they're they're, they're not going to actually do the kiss, but then, um, then the whole thing falls down. It crumbles. Disaster. It, it can't withstand all the weight. It collapses. Um, the, the devil friend, I can't remember her name. Uh, she's falling. And then Hime swooshes in, dramatically catches and rescues her, even though, uh, devil girl was supposed to be like the prince. So you get a bit of role reversal there. And it, it's a, a cute little savior moment. How romantic between them. Right. And that's how part one of episode one ends, because there's two, two stories for every episode. It's similar to a lot of Western cartoons. Yes. Uh, by the way, the devil girl is called Nozomi. Nozomi. Okay, cool. Nozomi. Uh, so the second part of episode one, you have, uh, they're, they're running together. Uh, Nozomi, Hime, and then their third friend who's Kyoko. Yep. Hey, nailed it. Uh, so Nozomi, Kyoko, and Hime, they're all running and Kyoko's having a really hard time. She's She's not athletic. He may, she's a horse. She's doing fine. <laughs> um, we also get a lecture on the, the science and, and the biology. Uh, we get the evolutionary history of these creatures. Yes. Right. Yes. The deep-seated lore of this world that surely will answer all of your questions, Remington. So the emphasis of this lecture is that at some point, um, so obviously we have, you and me, Sean, we have four limbs, right? Two arms, two limbs. Yes, that is true. But uh, humanoids in this world, they evolved six limbs. And that's that's the whole point of the lecture is uh, how awful it would be uh, it, and how different it would be if they had only evolved four instead of six. Fortunately, they evolved six. They have, they have one really general genuinely funny line mm -hmm. talking about how uh if they only had four limbs uh then like the only differences would be on like color of skin and hair and stuff mm -hmm. uh and they they have this line but serious discrimination would have been unlikely and that's funny i like yeah. that that's that that's like the most sass we get in the show it's weird it doesn't really fit with the show's tone it's not a very like sardonic show but here we go sure why not i'll take yeah, it let's have let's have a but little racial thing. commentary uh slapped in there for flavor well yeah and there's like racial undertones with all the different species and whatnot but it, that was the the most uh overt and uh true to life that it, it was yep. so the emphasis of the lecture is that all right they have six limbs which like in a centaur you can see all right yeah they have the four horse legs and then uh human arms mm -hmm. we can see it with the angels and the devils right they have the the two wings that serve as two more limbs as well as their hands and arms cool yep. all right um what about the cat people well remington if you think about <laughs> it if you think about it really really hard <laughs> and like here's the, in, in the lecture they were sort of like highlighting the extra limbs right so they highlighted the wings they highlighted uh the the center blah 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 but they highlighted the the cat people's ears are they, are the cat people's ears their limbs? Well, what's going well, on? Well, Revington, you have to understand. I mean, I guess they you do. You have to understand that. I guess that cats, is an extra pair of ears. 
It is. But, you know, I... ears, limbs, they're basically the same thing. I hear with my hands all <laughs> the time. So strong. I so strongly disagree with this. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a weird attempt at, like, here's the explanation. And for a couple, it's like, all right, cool. You've successfully explained those. And for others, it's like, wait, what? Uh, but nonetheless, back to the 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 PE running, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're going. They're running. Um, Kyoko's struggling. And it's mentioned, like, well, why don't you hop on Hime uh, and just, like, ride her to the end? And, and it's here we learn there's really weird undertones of this hyper-demanding, politically correct autocracy mm-hmm. in this world, where if you so much as ride a a, a centaur girl, then you are oppressing them. <laughs> and there are multiple references to these things or things like it, where just there's Big Brother, and he is scouring, uh, looking at politically incorrect things. <laughs> uh, and if you so much as make fun of a cat girl the wrong way, then God forbid. Yeah. And I, You've really got to... You got a really pussyfoot around the subject, you might say. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's not even, like, super overt about it. It's just like, hey, by the way, there's this weird autocratic government going on mm-hmm. that is so tonally dissonant from everything else the show is doing. What's going on? You need to have that kind of world building. After all, Remington, though this world is very similar to our own, we have to make sure that uh, it's very clear that it's at least a little bit different and that there are some things that just aren't as... <laughs> Uh, relatable, you know? Sense. Uh, so they, they finish their, their race and everything, and, like, there's some drama about passing an exam or something. I don't really care. Um, and then we get to the end credits. Oh, also, there was a mid-credit sequence between the episodes. Not just a transition, like, a genuine mid-credit sequence in the first episode, which I've never seen before. Uh, so we have a mid-credit sequence and an end-credit sequence for this first episode. Both of which, their tones are very different. Like, one one is is much more like energetic and action packed the other one is like emotional and morose and sentimental neither of which really fit this show at all what's happening what are you trying to say are you starting to what's tell me that there's no on? deep-seated emotional issues a uh, deep-seated like social issues being talked about in a centaur's life i mean i guess they're like touched on but never in like a serious way this show is the fluffiest lightest most casual little centaur show out there like there are no big issues that that it wants to be about it will it will i guess touch on them but only as background noise so that the just casual bullshit can can take the four like it i don't i'm so confused so first episode's confused to the shit out of me okay i'm i'm pretty fucking tilted at this point Hmm. uh that will not go away that will not change through the next two episodes uh episode two episode two uh part one the major point of this one is that he may her mom knows uh, a casting director person and so uh, she was hired on to be a model for a magazine. Uh, Nosame? Nosame? Mm-hmm. If I'm getting that right, I've already forgotten. It's okay. It's uh, not that important. Cool. Devil girl. Yeah. Uh, good old nosy devil girl. Nosy devil girl. Uh, she, Nozume, by the she way. She sees... Uh, Nozumi. 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 Okay, I was close. Nozumi. Nozomi. Oh, Nozomi. So eh, Japanese is hard. Nozomi. God damn it. We're fucking it up. It's... Nozomi. She she sees Hime and she's like, what? Why is she on uh, the cover? That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Um, And then, uh, and then Nozomi is, she meets with some of the side characters we saw earlier who were like, hey, we could make you pretty. So there's like this makeover sequence um, that shows this show is also pretty horny a lot of the time. And the makeover sequence is pretty horny um, because the the two side characters who are doing the makeover for our devil girl, they're lesbians. And one of them is just super horny all the time. Okay. Um, and and that horny one will molest any woman that moves. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, which, you know, not great, uh, but just real weird. Uh, and they transform form her into like this sort of cosplay doll, uh, very reminiscent of uh, uh, the... The gothic lolly cat girl thing from the sister fucking show. Oh, uh, Kuroneko? Yeah, very reminiscent of that. And uh, and so that's a little bit weird. There's also this very weird tangent on doctors? 
Yeah? It lasts like four minutes and I have no idea what the fuck is going on with it. I have no, I, I don't have anything more to say about that tangent. It lasted a significant portion of this part of the episode and I have no idea it was not relevant at all. I don't know. I don't get it. I feel like it was relevant to the world building, Remington. <laughs> I guess it was just, it was just a tangent about like doctors, doctors visit, just some bullshit like that. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. And then the, that part ends with them being like, all right, yeah, he made, she modeled, but now she's probably not going to model anymore. But also the lesbians are working at a maid cafe. Cool. I, okay. I mean, you're going to have to be more specific there, Remington. Which lesbians are you referring to? Uh, the, the, the ones that are out. Okay. <laughs> out of the closet. Those lesbians. But yeah. And so I, I'm trying to figure out what the point of this part was, right? Because mm -hmm. it's like, obviously the makeover and he may modeling were a major part, but so was just he may being like, I want to maybe be a doctor or something, or maybe a veterinarian. I don't know. It'd be hard. <laughs> but then also the fact that like they aren't allowed part-time jobs while going to school. And so all of that is equal a part of what that half of the episode is about. I have no fucking clue. At this stage, I've, I figured out like, I, I feel like I might know what's happening. Right? What do you think's happening? And I wrote a note. I wrote a note at this stage on what I think is happening. Okay. Um, you, but you know what? I'll save it. Let, let's finish episode two and then I'll, I'll point out what I think is happening. All right. Uh, the second part of episode two, uh, they're at the school. They're going on a trip, right? They're going on a trip. And so uh, they're getting on the train. It's pretty chilly. So uh, Kyoko and uh, and our devil girl, they're like huddled up uh, with Hime mm -hmm. and cuddling up to her because she's large and warm. Uh, the lesbians are with the school council president person, right? Student president. Uh, and then the, the sexual harassment lesbian gropes the student president um apparently uh, -huh. uh for not really any reason it's not great i mean do you need a reason remington yes um that reason should usually be desire and mutual consent <laughs> um that is that that should usually be the reason at least bare minimum mm, that almost sounds reasonable and understand it and well thought out but what do i know? <laughs> uh we we get a flashback to uh Oh, wait, they weren't on a trip. Now they were remembering a trip that they took, I think. I think it was all a flashback. Yeah. Uh, so we this episode mostly takes place in a flashback where they were visiting, uh, going on a school trip to visit the mermaids. Um, which, Sean, if I were to ask you, like, what you imagine with a mermaid, just think about their lower half, right? <laughs> well, most uh, of us. I mean, Rem, if you're kind of. Yeah, I know, that's what you're usually doing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we, we all have a decent image. Like, we've seen it a billion times, right, Sean? Yeah. It's a tried and true formula. <laughs> it's like just a, a long fish tail, basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, the, the centaur's life has, has gone a different way. Yep. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> uh, so instead, just imagine, so y your normal human legs. Yep. 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 I, I have to. Except about right above the knee. Okay. They merge together and then turn into a just normal human fleshy tail. Uh, fish tail, right? But it's human flesh. Oh. Okay. Which also means that, like, you have this weird thigh gap going on well, perpetually. Well, yeah. How else are you supposed to wear bikinis, Which, Remington? Right? How did they put them on in the first place? <laughs> They're all wearing bikinis. It makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> and then, sure enough, dude, like, they get there. And there's there's a lesbian uh, mermaid, right, mm -hmm. that harasses the devil girl mm -hmm. and goes so far as to, like, try to remove her bikini bottoms to look to see if she has a vagina. Mm. Like, I, I'm not bullshitting. That mm. is the motivation behind that action. Mm. Oh, I mean, and maybe it's a cultural difference set in this world, Remington. Maybe this world has... <laughs> A uh, different uh, cultural signature. Given that the devil girl is very uh, not okay with it, I don't think that's the case. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Then so it's just we, horny we, then. Okay. Yes, it's very <laughs> horny. But the show, it's like, it's not even super overtly horny about its horniness. Mm -hmm. It's like casually horny, right? Yep. It, it's like, oh yeah, that's very nice, isn't it? And then like, it, it doesn't stay on it, right? It doesn't even focus too much on it. It just lets itself exist casually nonchalantly horny which is weird <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I prefer that to overt horniness or not. I don't know. It's weird, though. It definitely seems so a bit dishonest we... with its horniness, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it 
does. It, it's pretending not to be horny, even though it's a very horny yeah. show. Uh, we, we get out of the flashback, uh, and then this guy is carrying his mermaid girlfriend because obviously she can't swim because they're on land. And they're talking, and uh, like he may make some comment about how she's jealous of mermaids, and then the mermaid makes a comment about she, how she's jealous of Hime and how she can just walk so easily. Mm -hmm. And so the episode ends with the mermaid girl and her boyfriend that we've just met. They're in a diner, and uh, the, the mermaid girl is looking at this mechanical centaur suit that will allow mermaids to walk. Yep. And she's like, I would really like this. Uh, wouldn't this be great? And her boyfriend's like, I don't know, it's pretty pricey. And she's like, I don't know, I think it could work. But yeah, I guess it's pretty pricey. And that's the end of the episode. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's the ending. Mm -hmm. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just that. Yep, yep. I don't Yep, yep, yep. You know, we're getting some really good solid oh world building here, God. Remington. We're learning that, hey, some life is actually quite difficult for all these different variations of humans and whatnot. <laughs> it's happening so weird. We just met these characters and it's like, oh man, I really want this. Oh, you know, this would be nice. Yeah, but you know, here's an obstacle. Yeah, you know what? That's probably right. And that's, that's it. That's what, what, what's going on? Uh, so before we get into the final episode, episode three, let me discuss what I feel like is happening okay. here. So, uh, Sean, imagine if I were to tell you that, like, all right, uh, we're, we're going to make a Calvin and Hobbes television show, right? Okay. I'd argue that's and, probably and a so, pretty uh, risky and poor decision, depending on uh, the fan base, but let's go for it. Yeah, you, you would need to handle it carefully, for sure, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and if you were to do so, uh, you, you'd want, like, the spirit of Calvin and Hobbes and going on adventures. Maybe maybe throw in some some references and some moments, right? Yeah, maybe even um, have uh, the, uh, the comic artist on staff to help out with it. Yeah, it, and that would really be neat. But what if instead I told you, all right, uh, we'll follow the same format as a centaur's life, right? So there's going to be two main stories per episode. And for each story, like we don't want to create anything new. Instead, we're going to give you three Calvin and Hobbes comic strips that are loosely related. And we want you to tie all of those together. And that's what we want. That's what this feels like, right? Where it feels like there's some concrete ideas in every part that are very loosely attached with other ideas or sometimes not at all attached and they the others just exist so for example uh in part one of episode two right all right so you have a, a comic strip about Hime being in uh in a magazine and her interactions with the devil girl from that right all right that's one uh comic strip number comic comic strip number two you have uh the makeover with with the devil girl and the also the stuff about like having a part-time job uh and then working at the maid cafe all right and then the third one is just Hime talking about maybe being a doctor or a veterinarian or something who I mean, what's the and difference like, in this world? Put those together. Yeah, true. I mean, that's a fair point. Uh, but and then you're just like connect them together, and they were like, okay, and this is what they came up with. That's what this feels like to me, Sean. Just kind of like a, a weird stream of consciousness type of thing. <laughs> yeah, but like a weird stream of consciousness where you have to dramatically pivot m mid episode. I I'm so confused. If you told me that was how it was done, I would say that finally makes sense. But unfortunately, I assume that's not quite how the show was made. If you know. Uh not per se, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was, it had such a clear intent uh, that I will, I will say that I think that this anime suffers from poor adaptation as well as <laughs> poor source material. <laughs> <laughs> The great curse of, of being a bad interpretation of a bad source. Yes. <laughs> so uh, let, let, let's just get into episode three, the final episode that we saw of Centaur's life. And so we, we start out, Hime is is with a younger centaur. Um, I, I It might be like her, her niece. Uh, if, I, Maybe. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think it's just uh, like a neighbor centaur's kid. Okay, cool. Yeah, they're, they're very close together. And so for all intents and purposes, it's, it's like a little sister type relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's interacting. Meanwhile, their parents are talking uh, literally about the stock market. Uh, there's there's quite a bit of dialogue about the stock market happening yep. right now. Uh, but the Hime and the little centaur girl, they decide to go out, uh, pick up some stuff from uh, the corner store or whatever, right? 
right. Mm-hmm. And while they're out and about, uh, the the student body president uh, is there, the the angelic student body president, and she's there with her sisters, which are a couple of cat triplets, right? Little cat girl triplets, and so they they start chatting it up, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and one one of the parts about this story has been that the little centaur girl, she's very possessive of Hime, and she feels like she's the only one who is allowed to kiss Hime, right? Okay, you know that's and that's reasonable. You know, kids have these weird little yeah, uh, sure. weird little quirks about the people they care about. Yeah. Um. And the the cat triplets, they they try to kiss Hime, but uh, centaur girl's like, no, no, she loves me the most. You can't. It's like, okay, okay. So then they all just start chatting a little bit, all of them together, the the youngins and student body president and Hime, right? They're all chatting. Mm-hmm. Um. And at some point, like questions about kissing are asked, and it, it concludes that like, okay, so um sometimes eventually when you kiss someone it's actually like meaningful and you kiss them on the lips and that should only be reserved for someone uh you like and also girls don't kiss each other on the lips and then we have the lesbians show up right in perfect timing and the lesbians uh lesbians kiss Mm -hmm. and now all the youngins are like wait a fucking minute uh and they're like wait does this mean that the student body president is wrong and then asterisk and a bigot and the lesbians are like fuck yeah brother uh and then the lesbian, well, the the gropey lesbian <laughs> taunts student body president, tries to kiss Hime, but young centaur girl is still being possessive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then, so that's that. Then centaurs go home, right? They've had quite a, a fun little day, quite a fun little excursion, learning all about Yuri love. <laughs> and Which is very they take different a from our together. normal love, apparently. <laughs> yes. Uh, they take a shower together, um, which I don't think is inherently bad. Nope. Until they start emphasizing like that in of itself is fine right um they're bathing together like you can have like cultural customs and and so it's not the most egregious thing in the world by any means um but then you have the young centaur girl talk openly about how she can't wait to have big boobs like Hime and then most egregiously this this part of episode three ends in the most what the fuck way because uh Hime is is like leaving right and she's saying goodbye to uh, to the mother uh, of, of young centaur girl, mm-hmm. right? And he may gives young centaur girl a nice kiss on the cheek by as young centaur girl's like sleeping in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Real cute moment, right, Sean? So then the mother of this young centaur girl says, ah, if only you were a boy. I couldn't give her a lolly Yuri lover, though. Excuse me? Yep. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say about your six-year-old daughter? You were like, oh, if you were a boy, I'd be fine with, I'd be fine with an older teenage boy getting with my young daughter, but I don't know if I can do the lolly Yuri things. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck is going on right now? Oh, but Remington, that's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> it, it's funny because I I would allow pedophilia with my child. That's the joke, but only if it's a dude. What the fuck are you talking about? No, no, no. You misunderstand, Remington. What's going They're on? saying that uh, if you were a guy and not a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> Let's see if if the final part of episode three gets any better. We start off with a magical girl opening. Uh, th- this episode, uh, it, it's it's largely about the student body president, right? It's about her staying at home. Uh, she's babysitting uh, the cat triplets and also the, the like a toddler angel. That's her sister as well, right? And so there's a magical girl show that's going on. The magical girl is Ben Shapiro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> magical girl is. Is just right wing commentator Ben Shapiro. Oh, uh, Ben Shapiro um, is my wife. I say that just because, like, in the transformation, there's this beautiful, there's like this straight up, like, with the power of facts and logic. And that's how she destroys her enemies. So it seems like a pretty, pretty straightforward correlation there. Oh, that's um, awful. And, you know, with, with, with how much the show emphasizes this, this, like, politically correct autocracy, uh, you need, you need uh, a Ben Shapiro magical girl in this world, apparently. Um, so that's going mind. on. <laughs> no, that's Steven Crowder. Get get oh, it fucking sorry. right. I, sorry, I, I get you them goddamn so confused. It's not like it's hard to mix up your. Uh... They have the same. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do we have to censor that? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> 
so so uh there there's like a student body meeting student body council meeting right so, so the president has to go do that uh and she's like okay triplets you just stay here and take care of yourselves and also your toddler sister and they're like yeah but we're six and she's like i don't know there's three of you should be fine <laughs> uh, i mean that's that's which, how parenting worked i in, heavily disagree with back in the day that's how parenting worked so there's three six-year-olds that's like one 18 year old okay mm -hmm. uh yeah. just add them up yeah no it's like a horse uh, in a hospital you know <laughs> john delaney there you, if, hell yeah if, you haven't, if so, you haven't seen john uh, delaney folks you need to go listen to it because it's good good shit do that instead of watching us uh and instead of watching the show uh so so she leaves meanwhile the fr the six-year-olds they're allowed to invite friends over and they invite a bunch of friends over there's there's like almost a dozen six-year-olds just running around this unsupervised house with no adults around. Mm -hmm. And they do go outside and they play hide and go seek outside yep. with the toddler, yep. which is the most irresponsible thing. Um, well, I mean, you know, horses and hospitals. It, it, it makes sense in the long run. <laughs> poor poor Sue, uh, who is the little, little angel toddler, she like falls or faints or something when she's outside. I'm not fully sure. Uh, so they like, they put her in bed. Um, they Now they're all in the house. They play in the house, but one, one, uh, one satyr child, they go to take care of Sue and like play with sue and everything cool um meanwhile we cut to the president there's like a council vote um there's this weird like dramatic moment where the president is like all right now we have to cast it to a vote and they're like we're not done debating and, and president's like uh, i i mentioned i have to go at this time we all agreed we would cast a vote at this time uh because i gotta go and and they were like you know like th this isn't a big deal <laughs> like we're just this, this should just be a fun casual thing you know you, like it's not huge yeah. but also stay here mm -hmm. uh it was like a weird contradictory message where it was like this isn't the biggest deal but also you need to be here uh and she was like no i have to take care of my sisters so she goes home to take care of her sisters um she gets home she gives some snacks to the children right yeah um oh yeah wait oh, oh before i forget this while she is talking about taking care of her sisters to uh the the student body council and they're like you could just stay here for a little bit like it's okay if you're late for your sisters mm -hmm. and she's she goes into this thing where it was like my grandfather was a master martial artist he spent all of his time mastering martial arts and he never had time for home and that was the greatest regret he ever had and i will not grow up to be like my grandfather and it was like what the fuck did you mean where did this come from what is going on dude um, so yeah, I just need to mention that. Uh, uh, that that's all. That is that is the whole moment. Look, man, like, it's characterization. You know, it's important. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, student body president, she gets home, um, gives snacks to all the children. Uh, eventually, the parents get home, and they're learning about the day that the the cat triplets had. The cat triplets all excited, talking about their day, and they mention, yeah, we had uh, we had I forget however many people. They were like this many people we invited, uh, and then they count them off, uh, and they mention that like one of them was taking care of sue the whole time the little little angel toddler yep. and uh they were like yeah we had this many people but wait a minute that doesn't add up because we were playing with this many people but there was also one with sue the whole time so that means there was one more uh now sean I, if, if uh, uh so our canonical daughter samantha yes right? yes 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 uh imagine uh she, her as as a toddler right okay and i remember those years they uh, were they were so sweet yeah. and wholesome oh yes and we we've we said Dylan is in charge of taking care of her, right? Okay. Um. I mean, and so we we get home, and Dylan tells us, yeah, yeah, I think he would do okay. But Dylan tells us that he largely ignored Samantha, and in fact, the, uh, fortunately, don't worry, a stranger was taking care of her the whole time. Um. Now your your parental instincts at that point, I imagine, would be something akin to like fear, worry, concern, right? I mean, I know I'd be reaching for the cigar cutter I keep for very special occasions. Yeah, it's like, who the fuck was this person? And are they still around? Did they do anything to my child? What the fuck? Yes. Uh, and then you ask your oldest, why the fuck did you let six, three six-year-olds take care of the toddler? Mm -hmm. Uh, but... But uh, that is not the response we get from these parents. The response we get from these parents is, okay, in response to there was a stranger we didn't invite in the house playing with the toddler, their response is essentially, oh yeah, that is probably just a benevolent spirit masquerading as a child. <laughs> as they do. 
And that's the end of the episode. That's it. That's how it ends. <laughs> but of course, why would it not be a benevolent spirit masquerading as a six-year-old child? That is is usually how it goes, I'm sure. Well, Remington, this Str is a very, you know, kids, this is a fantastical world, you know? Anything could happen. Kids, you don't need to worry about stranger danger. If, if a man comes to you in a strange white van, as long as he looks young enough, he's, he's not a kidnapper. He's, he's not someone who's going to do terrible things to you. No, instead, he's probably just a benevolent spirit, kids, taking good care of you, watching over. I don't know if that's the message here, Chief. I don't know if that's the one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, Rem. Uh, this is more than I could have ever hoped for. Uh, but I might be able to answer one or two of your questions. All right, question one, what the fuck? Uh, so that's probably the easiest question to answer. Uh... <laughs> Uh, when we get into a few things. First, uh, would you like to know the Mal score for this show? I'm so fucking curious. Yep, 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 yep. After about, you know, 26,000 people voted on it. So not not too many in the grand scheme of things. Uh, this got a rousing 6.5. <laughs> this whole time, this whole time. I imagined because of our patron Farmer Weeb, who has been advocating for it for so long, I assumed this was like sort of a cult classic or some shit and that people actually really enjoyed it. Little did I fucking know that this was all just, this was all just a good old joke on Remington. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. As soon as uh, he changed his patron name to uh, Why Haven't We Watched This Yet? And I'm just like, why haven't we watched this? And then I watched it myself <laughs> for the first time. And I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> I remember because when it first aired in 2017, I dropped it after the first episode. Yeah, fair. Because what's going on at any point? Uh, and it is the most confusing, weird show. It pretends to have a plot, but it just doesn't. Yeah, I've got some more answers for you, Rem. Are you curious oh, about the yes, target demographic of this show? I okay. I I think they were going for like just a standard shojo, mm -hmm. but especially with all the Yuri baiting. Mm -hmm. Um, but they created something for a younger audience, minus all the weird sexual stuff, which isn't appropriate. So I I don't know. I guess just young, really young girls. Well, that's you know I'm questioning your parenting skills, Remington. Uh, I don't. <laughs> you said intended audience. I'm not saying I would show this to little Samantha. I am saying that what they thought they were making. Well, you're actually wrong because this was in a seinen manga. <laughs> what the fuck are you fucking talking about? Yeah, yeah. They, the, the, so, so whoever wrote this intended it to be written for, you know, guys in the older end of the spectrum. What are you... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What is going yeah, no. on? Yeah, it's TV rating is TV mature. Uh this show, this Centaur's life has been specially crafted to tilt me off the face <laughs> of the planet and break my brain. <laughs> and god damn it, it has succeeded in doing so. And just just so you're aware, uh I went through and read a couple chapters of the manga myself just to see if it was just as weird as I thought the anime was and check the adaptation stuff. Uh <laughs> The manga, like I said, not great and is weirdly enough confined in like boxes inside of the pages for the most part. It's almost like they wanted to make a four uh, comma manga strip, but at the same time they didn't fully commit and just kind of did things with the occasional anime titty shot. <laughs> As well as very weird, uncomfortable questions of how centaurs go to the bathroom. Uh, I don't, I don't like no, that. No, I didn't like it either, and it was just like a weird little afterthought in between chapter spread. I, and that's how, that's how th this whole show is just a weird afterthought. Like it feels like it would be a show that would like fill the time between, like you've you've shown a movie on cable television, and because that doesn't fit perfectly into the half hour blocks, you need something to get to the next half hour block you know what i mean uh, so and so you put something in there and this is that so you're saying this, it's or it's the friends of anime <laughs> no centaur's life is the sean the sheep of anime oh, oh okay okay <laughs> hold on you know that you can't just bring sean the sheep into this show and not expect me to get mildly upset i refuse to explain further i have said my piece god damn you remington <laughs>
So do you have any real final thoughts on Centaur's Life? Do you think that Centaur's Life has a potential in the future? Do you think it's going to get a second season at some point? I don't even... I don't know how to reply, but... I don't you don't think that this is the next great anime, the great world-building anime that delves into the complexities of multiracial societies? I, 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 probably not. No? Probably not, no. Oh, well, that's a shame. Huh. I guess I'll have to keep if looking I for that. If I had to hazard a guess, I, I would say that's very unlikely. Mm, that's a shame. Okay, well, with that being said, Remington, I guess I have one final question to ask you. Is there any chance you'd be interested in watching some more of Centaur's Life with me? I don't If if Maybe if you spike the punch, then I'd consider it. But until then, no. Uh, oh, and there's one final nail in the coffin. You watched the censored version. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I... Oh. And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Before we get out of here and while Remington has uh, to process what he just heard, uh, we have a little bit of house cleaning to do. If you'd like to support us, uh, we have a very important request for you. We'd love for you to go specifically onto Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever you want to call it, and leave us a review. For some reason, it really, really helps us uh, get out to more and more people. But uh, other reviews on other platforms are equally appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more directly, including gaining all kinds of lovely bonus content, as well as a chance for Remington to horribly mispronounce your name on the episode of the podcast, then you can head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context, where you can gain access to all of those lovely gifts. And Remington, hopefully you've recovered by this point. Uh, who are some of the lovely people we need to thank this week? Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, so of course, we would like to send our, our thanks and regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls. Uh, we really do appreciate it. You guys are all phenomenal. But a tier above getting the shoutouts, we get to our yandere waifus, uh, who, to make us suffer, just turn on a centaur's life uh, ad nauseum. <laughs> and on that list, we have... Sarah Birch, Kazu Morocco, Dill Pickles, McAlex, Juliana, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, H. Wood, Zach, aka Gumo Gumo no Waifu, uh, Farmer, it's been two weeks since we have had a Centaur's Life reference weeb, I hope you're fucking happy, <laughs> Alexander Nasiensenyo, you get re-rem meow, uh, Alex... Andrew Rawicki, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon, Sage Schiffner, Reverse Kizmo Kizmo, Mechazap, Rare Kumiko, Peter Vlasity, Ready to be Isekai, Ross McBean, Remington Merrill, Visual Bin, Hunter Davies, Alex from Australia, Apostle of the Church of Remington, spreading the good word, my brother, Austin Limerick, I like AOT for the etchy. That's that's the only semi-valid reason to enjoy that show. Uh, thank you all so much. Uh, we really appreciate it. You guys are absolutely phenomenal. Wait, did you actually but, get what AOT is? Uh, it's Attack on Titan. It is. It? Wow, good on you, man. Yeah, it's, I've seen the abbreviations in the angry emails enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've learned. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next up, we have, of course, our boy wizards, Elijah Woods representing, uh, I, see, I, I might've done this before. Uh, if so, uh, fuck off. Uh, I'm, I'm doing spells specifically. I'm, I'm giving everyone a spell from the top 10 most useful spells, according to the great reputable Harry Potter source of Mashable.com. <laughs> oh God, that's your source. Ugh. So, uh, Eternitarian, uh, you get, you get... Repairo, you seem like a good Repairo. Uh, fixing, fixing broken jewelry and broken hearts everywhere. Uh, then we, uh, you know, Delina Perez. Uh, you know what? Let let's let's spice things up. You're you're incendio. Uh, you you will never you'll never. Uh, if you're out in the elements, very useful. You know, fire, one of the most useful things you can have around. Also, arson. Hey, that's neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 we we. I think we have. This is why we have the disclaimer at the front of the podcast. I think. <laughs> Uh, Delina Perez. Delina Perez. Uh, wait, no, I just did Delina Perez. Motherfucker. Miguel Delian. Uh, Miguel, you are going to be none other than, uh, you know what? Let's flip things up. The, the counter Aquamenti. Aquamenti, rather. I'm sorry. Gotta, gotta pronounce this correctly. You make water, uh, which means I think you just can never, can never, uh, thirst to death, which is neat. Uh, you can also, uh, drown babies. Uh, alternative oh, hey, uses. I'm on. just, I am providing a good use. Hold on, you cannot say that. 
that. I'm providing a good use and a bad use. You shouldn't drown babies, but Miguel, you could. Uh, you shouldn't. It's an option available though. Uh, then we have Cat Zodiac. Cat Zodiac, uh, you know what? Let, let, let's give you uh, a classic, uh, Wingardium Leviosa. Uh, sorry, it's uh, Leviosa, not Leviosa. <sighs> Uh, but of course, yes, my, my, yes, my apologies. Yes, yes, yes. It's so, a very Cat Zodiac, uh, congratulations. You, you can make stuff fly. Uh, very useful uh, for either uh, placing books back in their shelves or picking up babies and dropping babies. I don't know why. <laughs> what is what is your obsession with Inkside here? Like, what the hell? Did, did a baby cross your path at some point that made you want to just yeet it off the face of the planet? What the hell, man? Uh, then we have, uh, Pilkster. P.S. Y'all better do Simfo gear or so help me. Uh, I'm just thinking of Mike Wazowski or so help me. So help so me. So help me. Um, yeah. uh, and you know what? For, for you, I'm going to give you, uh, Protego. Protego, you get to be nice and safe and secure Pilkster. Uh, this is useful for protecting yourself or protecting babies from baby murder, which is real. <laughs> I mean. Apparently now, especially useful, frankly. Yeah, especially uh, since your advice. <laughs> also, kids, uh, never go anywhere with uh, out Protego. Uh. <laughs> then uh, then last but not least on this tier, we have Stephanie Delgado. And you know what, Stephanie? Uh, you, you get... Uh, you, you get Expelliarmus. You know what, Harry? Harry would would love you. You you are great at at eating wands uh, and potentially eating babies. All right, oh, so that is. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Expelliarmus can disarm someone holding Has... a baby. I don't think babies Has are traditional it been tried? weapons. Has it been tried? If I if I if I surgically implant my wand into a baby. Can you cast Expelliarmus on a baby? Jesus fuck, science, science, science with Harry Potter. I guess we've uh, I don't know the what happened there. This week. Jesus. I would like to apologize to all the babies listening to our podcast. What's up, you cool uh, babies? You deserve better than that. Uh, but next up, next up, we have uh, a, a, a great tier, a phenomenal tier, uh, a very bigly tier. We're going to the White House. We're doing the Chevino Musco tier. Corey in the house. Uh, and on on this delightful tier, we get a start uh with uh you know dark spooky the almighty sinner mm -hmm. uh shit i didn't come oh wait husbandos we're doing husbandos that's right week, oh I god forgot. that means i need to be all prepared. right so uh shit yeah so uh almighty sinner uh we we need a nice sinful husbando sinful husbando. for the almighty sinner i mean the easy answer would be all might but i feel like that'd be too easy uh let's yeah i mean we we that that's what almighty sinner wants but but i i don't know i don't know if it would work out uh, well, then let's go with, uh, how about Guts? You know what? The Black Swordsman Guts. All right, all right. So you get Guts. Then we have, uh, of course, uh, Touchy Diplomat. Uh, Touchy Diplomat, I have great news. Uh, your husbando is... It's one of my personal favorites. I, I say that with full confidence, obviously. And uh, Sean, why don't you tell them who that husbando is? Oh man, you you're giving me a lot of power to play with here, Ram. That's uh, that's dangerous. <laughs> it's, it's a risky game. <laughs> it's a very risky game. I could really fuck you over, but uh, I don't want to do I don't want to do touchy diplomat dirty. Uh, so I am going to give him. You know what? You get uh, Hinata from Haikyuu. Uh, oh fuck! <laughs> all right, yeah, the best of all husbandos. Yeah. Uh, we we of course have silicon specter uh night nice and ghastly but what what husbando is the one for them oh man silicon specter i feel like the best husbando for silicon specter is probably oh man i'm trying let's go for vash the stampede that seems like a very good uh husbando for him oh uh, yes but of course one i totally know very well <laughs> the only way you only know vash stampede because one of our friends has a dog named vash the stampede so <laughs> that's weird. yeah <laughs> Oh my god! Yep, it's an anime character, so yeah, a very, a very fun anime character. Oh my god, it's fu it's fucking everywhere, man! I can't escape. No, you it. cannot. Uh, we of course have, we of course have thick mullet. Uh, last week we gave you a waifu with with hair as great as yours. This week we need to give you a husbando with hair as great as your thick mullet. Uh, I mean, there's uh, only what, what husbando is there's that? only one option in that case. Uh, the best card yeah. player in the entire universe, <laughs> Joey Wheeler. <laughs> You know, you both will have the thickest of hairs. Yes. Uh, what is what is a pompadour but a thick mullet? Just on backwards. Uh, and last, 
fact, last but not least on this tier, we have, how do you do, fellow kids? Uh, so the temptation is to go back to their, the, their origin story and go Coach Morales. Uh, so Sean has the easy option or he can throw us a curveball. Let's see what Husbando, how do you do, fellow kids, ends up uh, with. I'm going to go with one of my personal favorite Husbandos. Uh, let's go with Maze Hughes. Oh, which one is that? Uh, That's a, oh, wait, isn't he uh, Full Mile Alchemist Brother? Yes, correct. Hey, I'm getting better at this. Yeah, he's the he's Should the doting father with it. the glasses and the unfortunate uh, incident. Uh, yeah, very caring. It will be very tragic for you later. How do you do, fellow kids? But until then, very good. Oh yes. Uh, so by now, uh, Chef Namus goes. You have both a waifu and husbando. Uh, you can have them both. You can choose just one. It's up to you guys. But uh, now we get to to the final tier. The last month we have to endure this tier, this god awful abomination, before it is gone for good. And that is the Waluigi tier. Yes, yes, yes. I assume we have no messages. Actually, yet. we have two of three. Oh fuck! All right, let's uh, let's do those then. All right. Do you want uh, so Rem? Do you want the? We have one that's literally completely random. Uh, so it leaves it to an, what, our what, improv skills. All right. So they were they. So I, I'll do. I'll I, I can do random. Let's give me the fucking random one. I got this shit. Okay. Uh, it's from Emoto Ahegao Uwu, and uh, whoever draws the reading this week must say the most random thing they can think of. Thank you. Sorry, I'm not creative. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Who's, whose other message do we have? I'll, I'll, I'll throw that to you while, as I wait. Uh, we have Grants. For... Uh, or, right, cool. excuse me, so, this week it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I got it. So, uh, first, uh, we would like to send our thanks out to NVIDIA RTX 3090 graphics card, uh, which, once again, you're continuing the Burger Kinging. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if I can even afford such a great graphics card. Uh, uh, I, if, I, if, if NVIDIA wants to send me one though i yeah if, if if you send us one nvidia if you're listening um we will uh, or, we will whore ourselves out so much for it or if mr nvidia over here can actually like hook us up that'd be oh, great yeah, yeah. but nonetheless uh mr nvidia we have uh, a special message for you sean would you do the honors <laughs> oh boy here we go ahem <laughs> the fitness gram pacer test is a multi-stage aerobic capacity <laughs> test that progressively gets more difficult as it continues. The 20-meter pacer test will begin in 30 seconds. Line up at the start. The running speed starts slowly but gets faster each minute after you hear this signal. But a boop A sing. But a, a single lap should be completed every oh. time you hear this sound. Ding! <laughs> Remember to run in a straight line and run as long as possible. The second time you fail to complete a lap before the sound, your test is over. The test will begin on the word start. On your mark, get ready, start. Yeah, there you go. The? Uh, we just traumatized several people who grew up in the uh, 90s and early 2000s. Uh, yeah, uh, I, is that still going uh, on? No, no, no. Is. They stopped it a few years ago, thank God, because it was basically just oh, torture. Did they? So, yeah, you, you know exactly how, how old you are if you remember the pacer test, uh, for example. Ugh. <laughs> did you ever do good at the pacer test, Remington? Or were you as awful as I was? Uh, fun fact, because of a, a timing error on... Because... Uh, because, like, we did two at a time, and there were just, like, two people with stopwatches, right? Right. Uh, like, just nice and low-tech. Um, and because of what was believed by everyone, including me, to be an error, I had the fastest time in the whole school. <laughs> of course you would get the fastest time through some sheer, utter <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> That, that is like, and what was great because we were doing it two at a time, right? Right. It was like a pseudo race. Okay. The other person w was faster than I was. What? The other person beat me handily, but because it was a manual process with manual stopwatches, I, I became the fastest in the school due to human error. You know, your luck st stat is ridiculous. You know that, right? Like fucking Kazuma from Konosuba has a worse luck stat than you. And that's saying something considering that entire show is based on how stupidly lucky he is to get into unlucky situations. All right. Okay. So uh, next up on on our list is uh, Omoto Ahigao Uwu, uh, who, who just, you know, they just wanted a random message. Right. Yep. And while, while a truly random Waluigi message could be fun, I think a better one is one that has been developed by the AI. Oh, God. So using artificial intelligence, I have given the input of Waluigi and it has given me, it is, it has carried this idea further. Yes. So now let's all learn a little bit more about Waluigi. Wah, wah. Waluigi is a graduate of the University of Sheffield with an A. 
He enjoys writing about sexuality and sex, sexual orientation and sex. A little known... <laughs> a little known fact about him is that he lives in the city and has been married to two of his teachers and is in the process of marrying another man. Man. Don't go. So uh, we've, learned, we've learned a lot about Waluigi today, folks. First, a graduate, a graduate of Sheffield. Uh, very impressive. Uh, he enjoys writing about sexuality, sex, sexual orientation, and more sex. Uh, he's been married to two two teachers, two of his teachers, and right now, apparently neither of those worked. He's in the process of marrying another man. So, oh boy, oh boy. Um, I'm crying. It, it, unironically, I want to emphasize, I did not influence this. This is... This is what the AI uh, spread from Waluigi. So, I that uh, is a goddamn masterpiece. That is so, uh, better than I could have so imagined. So what we've learned <laughs> is that Waluigi not only fucks, but Waluigi commits. <laughs> well, he commits for a limited amount of time and then he commits to someone else. Preferably a teacher or another man and or both. Uh but <laughs> there you go, Omoto Ahigao. <laughs> uh last but not least on the whole list, we we have to give a thank you to Killer Queen Requiem. Uh, Killer Queen Requiem, uh, if you send us a message in time, it'll go here. Attention all Made in Abyss fans. The new movie, Dawn of the Deep Soul, is now available for pre-order for virtual cinema streaming. Please spread the word. Also, this makes it topical. Just saying. Wah. And once again, we have been slightly Burger Kinged, but I like Megan this, so this should uh, be pretty decent. Thank you once again, Killer Queen. Uh, what 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 lessons we've learned about Waluigi? Uh, uh, and if, if you would like if you would like to reach out to us, whether it's for feedback, comments, question, recommendation, or asking about Waluigi's personal life, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm still hung up on the Waluigi thing. Uh, but once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to love each other. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Oh, should I fuck a centaur? Fuck yeah, brother. This just in, Rem is a fan of horse pussy.